Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Well, hello once again, Dogfish Rally friends, and welcome to Spin the Rally Pod. This time brought to you in conjunction with Gino WRC Invest have been our partners all week here in Rally Japan and that is what we want to talk to you all about this week. I'm Colin Clark and joining me on this Spin the Rally pod, as always, it's our senior staff writer at Dirtfish.com, it's David Evans. Hello David. Hello Colin. How are you? <laughs> I'm just dandy. Just dandy, but that's jolly good. It has been an awful long, awfully long week though here in Japan, hasn't it? It has, it's been a great week. It's, uh, it's, it's always a great week in Japan. It's been too long, 12 mm. years since our last week in Japan. So delighted to, uh, to have been back. A little bit jaded as you uh, rub your eyes there. Yeah, a little, jaded. Quite a little t- jaded. I've got to say, Colin, one of the things that you kind of get out of coming to Japan is the jet lag. Mm. It, it does take it out of you. Mm. We landed in on the Tuesday or Wednesday last week and straight into it. Uh, and yeah. not a huge amount of sleep. But anyway, people didn't tune in to listen to our sleeping patterns. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. But you're quite right. Japan, and I do remember this from our previous visits to Japan over a decade ago, uh, the eight or nine hour time difference just seems to absolutely mm. throw you out of kilter, even more so than the 12 hours, 11 hours, 12 hours when you go to Australia, New Zealand. But you are quite right. That's not what people have tuned in to listen to. <laughs> uh, listen, just to let you know where we're sitting, we're sitting in the reception of our hotel. It's very pleasant in downtown Nagoya. Nagoya. Yeah, which is which is half an hour, forty-five minutes. Forty-five minutes from Toyota City in the stadium. Toyota Stadium is where the rally was based. The stages were in the hills to the, uh, I suppose, the northeast of the Toyota Stadium. And my goodness me, they were they were interesting stages. Where do we start though, David? When we start talking about the rally, we have to start with, I suppose, uh, the fact that it was just great to be back here. Undoubtedly, Cole. It's it. We talk about, you know, John Todd arrived in, uh, in the World Rally Championship as FIA president in, what, 2010 or something mm-hmm. like that, uh, around the time we were here for the last time, uh, and talked expansively about the need for it to be a World Rally Championship. We had to go around the world, and that's something that promoters successively have, have, have pursued. And how can we call ourselves a World Rally Championship when we haven't been in the Far East? Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Absolutely, you know, chapeau to the to the promoter for bringing us here. It's it's yeah. taken three years, yeah, um, with COVID and with some some bumps along the calendar way in in 2019 or whenever it should have been on the calendar, but it got bumped off for another event. Uh, it's back, mm. it, and it's great. And you know, we can talk about the politics and all of that, how it arrived, and blah blah blah. That's boring. Actually, mm. let's just talk about the fans and the spectacle. Uh, it was absolutely magnificent. I feel we've talked about sort of almost nothing else apart from for me, for me, it was the highlight, though, of the week was, was ah, the fans totally. and the reception that we, we got here. You know, the, the, 
the Japanese people are wonderfully warm and welcome, welcoming and they're, you know, they're a very colourful, energetic bunch of people as well and, and Japanese rally fans um, you know, are that and more. Um, and it was just, for me, you know, there, there's a wonderful rallying, rally following in Japan and they've been deprived of actually seeing rallying firsthand or rallying at the highest level firsthand for 12 years. And, and they came out in numbers, you know, obviously Toyota, based in Toyota City, um, they know all about the Toyota World Rally Team. And in some ways it did surprise me, it really surprised me. That first morning, I think it was shakedown morning, wasn't it? Um, when we saw that queue outside the stadium, and it was miles long, it was absolutely miles long. And that was just the start of it. You know, every day when we went into service, even on the Sunday at 6.30, thousands of people I, I, in service. Absolutely, the, the queue to get in was enormous, Cole. But I think the thing that really, really surprised me was after we'd finished in the final media zone, uh, the service park, because obviously the cars had gone out in the morning, the cars didn't have to come mm. back for a service, a lunchtime service. Um, so the teams could start to break the service area down. By the time the media zone was finished, M Sport was pretty much done. You mm. know, obviously we're a long haul kit, so there's less stuff to pack away. They'd spent Sunday morning packing down. Um, and Toyota had, had made a good dent on packing their kit down. And all of the fascia boards were coming off and everything. And, and it was just a sort of shell. Mm. The cars weren't coming back to yeah. there. They would go straight to the transporters or whatever, or, or out the back of the, the service box. Yet still, it was five deep five six outside deep. Toyota, mm. and it was absolutely pouring down with rain, with very, very little chance uh, mm. for those fans to actually see um, Takamoto, Katsuta, Sebastian Auger, or any of their heroes. But yeah. still, they stood there. Mm. You know, it was almost as if the WRC hasn't left yet, therefore, we're, we're not, not leaving. Yeah, uh, it was exactly was, that. I, I, it's, it's incredible, and it's mm. just, you know, for me, one of the great shames is that we've seen so many of these people standing on road sections literally the road sections have had thousands of people on I, i've never seen road sections but no. I, I honestly i've been thinking about it overnight i said look the last time i saw road sections like this was argentina yes you get them in argentina in little villages in pockets on the road sections but you know, we drove for 20 25 kilometers back on saturday night and there were people all along all that 2025 20, yeah. case. It was phenomenal. Yeah. I, I would I would trump you with 95 RAC, where everywhere in Britain, when Colin McRae was on his way to being world champion, it was the same. Mm. Uh, it was the closest thing in Britain that we ever had to a, to a, to an enormous kind of football mm. ground following. It was huge. The big issue, though, Colin, is that there's not the space in the stages for these people to get in. There are numerous things that the, that the organizers here have to sort out. This perhaps is not the time of the place to, to debate those. Let's celebrate instead what we saw. Uh, yeah. um, no, I think we can talk about the fans in, in the stages in terms of seeing the stages, because I think that, that's a fair point. And I, uh, you know, I, I think in some ways, and you talked about this during the course of the week, you know, the reasoning behind uh, keeping the fans out of the stages was that they just weren't really sure what to expect in terms of numbers and the fear was they would be overwhelmed by fans in the stages. Um, so they kept the fans away from the stages. Well, in some ways, you know, the number of fans out on the road sections and in the stadium vindicated that because clearly there was enormous interest. But, you know, okay, we'll give that to the organisers. You know, there's, there's an awful lot to work out on the first running of an event. And this is the first running of a tarmac event in this part of Japan. But the next time we come back, they absolutely have to accommodate them in the stages. They have to find 
stages that are more spectator friendly. Not every stage, you know, but they have to find a number of stages where they can set up spectator zones and it'll be an enormous success with that. This it was, what was the name of the, the place on Saturday night? Okazaki or somewhere like Okazaki. that? Okazaki, the, yeah. the, the street stage. That was really the one place that I, I'm sure you probably still couldn't walk in off the street, still needed a ticket, I'm sure. But the place was absolutely packed. Mm. The banks of a river, and this was mm. the, the spectator area, was actually on the far side of the river, the other river bank. So you were looking across the river mm. to, to see these cars, and still thousands and thousands of people. So they do deserve more uh, in terms so. of the ability to watch the action. Um, but yeah, it was fantastic. And Japan is, is a beautiful country and a fantastic place, somewhere that we, we have to come back to. As we've said, we won't dwell on this. They have to sort it out. We cannot have cars driving the wrong work stages. We cannot have bicycles on the road. We cannot have the fact that nobody, they haven't got divers at the side of the river. Fundamental, yeah. fundamental issues yeah. Yeah. With, this, with this event, which have to be sorted. And they will, yeah. I'm sure. No, I'm, I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. The event itself is far too important to the future of, I think, the WRC not to address those issues you know it, it is so so important that we have a well-run popular event here in japan um, with japanese manufacturers potential japanese manufacturers with toyota's involvement all of those things um, really important and i'm sure they'll absolutely get it right but let's talk about the rally itself david because you know it's very much a step into the unknown for all of our teams even toyota um, you know in terms of the stages themselves and and you know you look at the the average speed across the rally and it's one-off, if not the slowest rally we've had in years, probably since Cyprus way back. Um, you know, they were, they were tight, twisty, sinuous roads with very little opportunity for speed, which, you know what, rallying is all about diversity, and it is good to have stages like that or rallies like that that are a little bit different. Um, it looked visually beautiful from our point of view. We could see it. Uh, I'm not so sure... Of how much you know how entertaining it, it might have been to say watch back home I'm, I'm not sure i'm really not sure it was just corner, but i think the corner, problem was, Colin, was that's the point isn't it it was corner 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 you know certainly some stages we saw it was very much a lot of first and second gear yeah. stuff uh it, it was difficult um i think you know we were fortunate enough to be out and about on the event and we saw the vista we saw the backdrops mm. we saw oh, the stunning, incredible japanese scenery. maple trees and, yeah. and and the hills and the mountains and the bear signs, and it was amazing. You heard um, a bear, supposedly. <laughs> yeah, supposedly well, I heard, I'm sure so, I heard a bear. Supposedly. Uh, yeah, it, it was difficult. I think there are, from what talking to a lot of the, the, the locals and some of our journalist friends from this part of the world, there are some faster stages, for sure. We're told that the FA looked at some of the quicker stages, the potential of them, and decided they were too fast. Well, it, it, You know, you're going to learn from bringing an yeah, event here. Yeah. Um, and... I'm sure, as I say, it, it, the whole thing will evolve. It yeah. does need some quicker stuff in there. It yeah. was quite dull at times. You know, we're not, as Sebastian Ogier said, they're rally drivers. They want to drive quickly. We're rally fans. We want to see the cars yeah. in, in full yeah. flight. Um, so sh surely they can, they can find a way. I'm sure they will. And, you know, the big thing here is that they work hand in glove, as we've said numerous occasions, with the FIA. Yeah. The, the governing body of, of, of world motorsport has obviously an inherent responsibility to, to get all of this right. Mm -hmm. uh, so they have to work with them. The safety mm -hmm. aspect, there is a safety protocol in place from the FIA. It has to be followed. Obviously, of course, it wasn't uh, on this event. And that's why there was the yellow card. That was why there was a threat from the stewards of the event to, 
any further breaches of safety, it would be stopped. The FAA has that responsibility and it's obviously it's in its own interest and it's in the interest of the WRC promoter to get this right. We need to be here in the Far East. The fan base here has shown the fact that we've had Toyota, we've been in Toyota City, mm. the reception for Toyota and from Toyota is massive. Mm. So you would it's way, 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 way more than fine tuning. But it's nothing. There's nothing in, in, insurmountable here. Mm. No, I agree totally. I agree totally. We've gone uh, back to the politics. We, we haven't gone back to the politics. We were just about to head on to, to talk about the rally itself. <clears> and uh, you know, it was an entertaining rally in a way. You know, we had, we had a battle certainly until about what two or three stages from the end of the event. Uh, let's go through the teams then. Uh, let's start with the winning team, Hyundai. My goodness me, what a second half of the year they have had. You know, it started yeah. with Tanax winning Estonia, the magnificent win. Uh, not Tanax won in Estonia. Who won in Estonia? It, uh, no, it was Kelly in Estonia. It, it was, was Kelly, sorry. It was Tanax win in Finland. Yeah. And then we went on to Ypres, uh, to Greece. Um, you know, they, they've, they've put together a string of great results. Greece, but, I mean, Greece was the one, wasn't it? Greece one, was the two, one, three. two, three was phenomenal. But they, they've come here and, you know, I expected Toyota to win. <laughs> I think most people expected Toyota but to win. There's, a, there's an element, though, that why did... Yes, absolutely. Sorry, I thought you said you expected Hyundai. No, I expected Toyota to win. No, no, no. We, we all did, and yeah. you know, particularly after Spain. Yeah. Okay, you know, you talked about some fast gravel, some slow gravel. Mm. Absolutely, the issues with Toyota has been on the slower gravel, yeah. um, and where they've been using, as Tom Fowler told us, where they've been using that hard Pirelli, they've struggled. Yeah. So they've struggled in Sardinia, struggled in Acropolis, but then the pace from the Toyota in in Spain last time out where Sebastian Auger won it, was it really indicated yeah, yeah. that actually you know yeah. and, and it's fair to say Hyundai struggled a little bit they couldn't quite find yeah. that speed on the on on the tarmac so you're dead right it, it was all indications were that potential Toyota one two three here yeah you know it's, it's it, it, you know, it could have been a Toyota one two three and, and you know when you look at the first morning um, it was all pretty close, wasn't it? You know, Ogier was going well. Um, Robin Perra was there or thereabouts. Alvin Evans was going well. Uh, but so was Neuville. And Neuville was just keeping within touching distance the whole time. Ogier dropped out reasonably early on on the first morning with that puncture mm. that he picked up, the problems that he picked up. Um, but, you know, at that point you're thinking, well, you know, we've still got Robin Perra there. We've got Evans who looked good through the first part of the event. Ah, he, um, looked, he looked good, he looked solid, he looked dependable. He looked an improved he looked driver. He looked yeah. an improved driver. He, he looked a driver that was actually on top of the car, mm. confident, and, and you know, what really, in, I, I took a lot of kind of, um, what's the word, faith from, on, yeah. in terms of Elvin, is coming into Sunday with those yeah. really changeable weather conditions, he wasn't phased. Yeah. You know, he looked like he yeah. knew what he was doing and it was all going to be fine. Ultimately, they... They got the, the call wrong. They you got know, the, the fact that he the weather, didn't take yeah. any wet tyres in yeah. the car. It, yeah. it was wrong. Yeah. Uh, that weather came in clearly came yeah. in quicker than, than Toyota had been expecting. But it was a it was a solid, consistent and quick drive from Elvin. Probably one of his best of the year. Right up until that note call came mm. a little bit late with the mm. slippy, mm. Uh, and he just ran wide and punctured but, on the, the second stage on Sunday. Yeah, if, if we're talking about Elvin before we go on then and talk about Hyundai. Um, for me, the, the worrying part of the weekend for, for Elvin was Saturday afternoon. You know, Saturday morning, he did a magnificent job. You know, we've seen in the past, 
Saturday mornings when the battle's been on, Elvin's not been able to raise his game this yeah. year and, and keep the battle, keep the ferocity there and the pace there. Uh, Saturday morning, he was magnificent. The first stage out, bang, he increases his lead. And he went into lunchtime with, with a five, five or six second lead, I think it was. We only had two proper stages in the afternoon and he lost all of that and yeah. then some to Thierry Neville. It was just, and it, you know, I said it when you, know, you just won, I think I said to Elvin, it was, what, what was the difference? You, know, you just weren't able to commit. He said, no, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't that I wasn't committing. You know, the, the, the margins are so fine. He said, I just didn't quite have the feeling that yeah. I had in the morning. And, and it was a reversal of about, I think, eight or nine seconds with Thierry Neuville uh, in the afternoon stages. And, and that's really what Elvin has to work on is, is that consistent pace. You know, the pace is quite clearly there. It was there through Friday. It was there Saturday morning. It was there on that first stage on Sunday. But what he has to be able to cut out are those loops of stages where he likes the car to be absolutely 100%. When it's 99%, he loses 8 or 10 that's, seconds. That's been the story of his season, hasn't it? Well, that's all, what I'm saying. That's through. what I'm saying. And that's and, what he's yeah, really got no, to work he, on. He does have to work on that. And he is. You know, we saw an, we saw, I mean, an improvement from Spain. We talked mm. about Spain earlier. Spain was pretty diabolical for Alvin. Uh, clearly, he's taken a step. Uh, and he, ne he needs to, we know he can do it. it having said that, the, the previous generation of cars, there was more flexibility within mm. the car setup to allow them with the centre diff, with mm. the stuff that we talked to him about. Um, so, yeah, the, it, the, the setup with this car is, is more rigid in a, with a mechanical centre, so he has to find a way. Mm. Encouragingly, the team is fully aware of that. They're working very hard to bring the car to him. He's working very hard to to change his style to, to, to suit the car. It is a concern though, Carl, you've got to be honest, that naturally Kelly Robinpera can Sebastian Roger, they can jump in that car and they can be on the limit yeah. from start to finish. Yeah. Whereas Elvin, you know, it could work with this particular tire in those particular conditions, mm. but his window of operation is, is quite considerably smaller with that car than, yeah. than, than, yeah. than his teammates. And it is a concern uh, and it's a concern always when you're asking a driver, you know, we saw this with Mickelson at Hyundai, take your style to the car it's it's tough it is very tough um, and, and elvin will hope that you know the the, uh, the progress he's made here and, and he did have to make changes to his style that were very uh, counterintuitive uh, to, to what he's got used to throughout his career he had to make changes here and they were clearly working so if that continues in the early part of next season then i don't think we'll have too much to worry about for elvin evans um the rest of the toyota team let's talk about the two main drivers first ogier and Robin Perrett, Sebastian Ogier, uh, the quickest driver out there this weekend. The quickest Super. driver out there, without any question. Two punctures. He called them micro tears, and my goodness me, was he? Well, he was unloading, wasn't he, on Pirelli? Yeah. And and he, you and, know and what? You've got to say almost understandably the frustration yeah. that he's had. He has been the unluckiest driver of the year with 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 the punctures Punctures. this year. Mm. And you know when you're on your A game and you're driving, he won more stages than anybody. He won Saturday by a tenth of a second or something. He won Sunday mm. by 23 seconds or something. He lost 2 minutes 47 seconds mm. with the first puncture stopping and changing. And he lost the event by 2 minutes 27 seven mm. seconds. Mm. He was the quickest. Uh, and I think one of his objectives here for this season was to come to Japan, to the home of the team that he works for, and deliver, and deliver a win. win. Yeah, um, yeah, and yeah, it's and 
it was kind of reflected in his in his almost his opinion of the event, wasn't it? You know, when everything started to go away from him, yeah, not so keen on the stages, and it's too he slow. changed his opinion at the end of the event. Though. He, he did, he, and, and you know, the, I'd have said Saturday lunchtime. He won't be back. He won't be back. But <laughs> yeah. he, he was giving us a reasonable indication by the end of the yeah, event that, yeah, he wants to have another crack at it. And that, but and he that loves, is right he loves the country. And, you know, Sebastian Ogier is a man that's at the point of his career now that actually he can pick and choose. And if he likes the city, if he likes to, you know, if the, if the tempura yeah. is quite nice in the hotel, mm -hmm. that's a good reason to go. Absolutely, um, every time. And, and You're yet to find good tempura. I am. Uh, one last night tonight. One last night. One Give it last a go. Night. But you know, Ogier has once again proved that he's still he's still one of rallying's elites. You know, the elites can turn up at any event and win it. And, yeah. and Ogier, it doesn't really matter um, you know, how old he is. And with a new co-driver. With a new co-driver. Really impressive. Really, event, impressive. really, really impressive. So demanding of co-drivers. Um, but I, yeah, I, I think Ogier, you know, if Toyota, I don't think will have things quite as easy next season. I think Hyundai, because but, Hyundai will sort out their management problems. Their car, they are 99.5% oh, sorted. The fact that they've and, delivered this yeah. incredible car yeah. in the second half of the year, yeah. to a backdrop of yeah. absolute disarray in terms yeah. of management, yeah. wow. So, so Toyota will have to up their game next year. And part of that, I think, is getting Ogier along for as many events as they mm. possibly can. He's made it extremely clear he's not doing a full season. But, yeah. you know, will he do eight events? Maybe. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? We'll have to wait and see. Kelly um, you have suggested in my uh, driver ratings that, that, that you know, he's got some work to do on tarmac. He's, he's, he's not the, the finished product yet on tarmac. That's his, not his Achilles heel, um, but it's his, it's his area for improvement. And I, I, I'm, I'm struggling to call it a weakness because you can hardly you... call really any of Rovenpera's driving weak. But if there's somewhere he can make improvements and he can gain further advantage, for sure it's on tarmac. Ah, of course it is. It... He, I mean, he's still a driver. This is the, the terrifying part about Kelly Rovampera, that, yes, he's, he's got experience of driving all sorts, you know, down the last 10 years, Toyota, Starlet, or whatever, but he is a driver who is still growing in confidence Absolutely. and growing in experience Absolutely. and growing in everything just because he's 22 years yeah. old, yeah. still 22. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the tarmac thing, I, we saw, you know, he... He won Croatia, didn't he, this yeah. year? Uh, it was yeah. quite a different, it's a different style of event. Uh, but still, a tarmac rally, you know, tarmac rally where arguably you didn't expect him to win. Previous year, he'd gone off on the first stage. That was great. I think, uh, I think yeah. I, I, but, but what, what he said, what he said at the end of the event was, was uh, in some ways similar to what you say about Evans. On tarmac, he has to broaden you know, his, his, his comfort zone. Yeah. He has to broaden his comfort zone. But when, it, when he's within that comfort zone and it's quite a narrow band, my God, he's quick. It's quick. But he said it himself, you know, that if, if things aren't quite right, I'm but just I said, not there. I said this before the event, that we've seen this with, with Cali this year, that when it's in that window, nobody yeah. can touch you. Yeah. When it's yeah. outside of that window, he's not going to take a risk. Yeah. And yeah. he's not going to put the car off. Yeah. He's just going to bring it home and he's going to gain experience, which frankly is terrifying well, it for is somebody terrifying. Of, of that age yeah. To, yeah. to have the ability to to decide yep this one's not for me it's, i'm not going to be silly it's a uh, remarkable remarkable attribute to have for someone so young to and, have the ability yeah. to sit back and say and just to, uh, uh, i'll win the next one on gravel you know he did, <laughs> someone he, else can have this one he did bring yeah. you know some entertainment as well you know watching his um yeah. watching his antics in the final stage and that pouring rain on the hard tires uh, it's a great, and you know what we've seen as well is is, is Yoni Hultonen is becoming one of the absolute comedians of the 
of the entire championship. Entertainers, I would call him. He's not a comedian. He's I mean, an entertainer. No, he's, he's an entertainer. Yeah, no, he's actually, that's the, absolutely, that's uh, slightly derogatory in terms uh, of his of his of his co-driving ability. Yeah. But we sat in that press conference this morning, and you know they were all asked to give us a line about you know what the season and and he said you know we started the year slower than our five cars. We ended the year slower than our five cars, and somewhere in between, we won a championship. And it was, it was the best line I've heard all year. Yeah, it was it a was fantastic d- line. Classic. And yeah. No, they're great. And, and as a pair, I definitely saw on this event, and, yeah. you, and we've seen this increasingly with with uh, with Cali, is that icy finishness. He's kind of perhaps almost refreezing himself now. He, you know, when he started his career. It was very hard to get much out of him, mm. and then he went through. Because a, he was a little bit you know, young and nervous, fifteen shy. and sixteen yeah, years exactly, old. Exactly. Um, and then he, you know, when he was at Skoda, he was really relaxed and yeah. chatted away and blah blah blah. Uh, and then, as as he's come out the other side, and now he's really developing into a driver. You know, you find this with drivers that they will talk to you, talk to you, and then when a driver's kind of really confident and on top of his game, full of self confidence, when you're having your interview. We see this with Thierry and with Sebastian Auger. Mm. They tell you the interview's yeah. done. Yeah. Just in the in their body language. And, yeah, I've had enough. Move and, on. And that's it. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's not I've had enough. Just no, 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 there's nothing else to say. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's where he is now. You know, yeah. he's, he's genuinely becoming the absolute finish, finished yeah. product. Yeah. When you're world champion, that's the prerogative you have, isn't it? You can yeah. do that sort of thing. Um, now, now, uh, my, one of the, you know what? You, you look through the social medias and... You know, we all follow all of the drivers on social media. Um, and to a man, doesn't matter what team you're with, uh, the congratulations for Takamoto Katsuta yeah. came from everyone. Yeah. He is one of the uh, most likable characters in the championship. Seems to get on with everyone, everyone in the championship. And Katsuta-san taking that podium this weekend, you know what, he, he had a strategy from the start. He knew his pace would not be enough to get him uh, an outright podium if everyone had trouble free rallies. But he knows Japan. He, kn- he, he, knew, the he, knew, he knew the weather was coming and he knew that he had to be there on Sunday to give himself a chance of a podium. And that's exactly what he did. And you know what, his pace wasn't too far off, but he that stuck wasn't. at it, he stuck at it, he made no mistakes, he was neat, he was tidy. There was enormous pressure on him all weekend. You know, he could not get out the car without you know, no. people pulling him left, right and centre to get interviews, to take photographs, to sign autographs. You know, enormous pressure. He dealt with it all brilliantly, and, and it was one of the most popular podiums of the year. Yeah, without a shadow of a doubt, Cole. It was, it was genius, and it was a, a fabulous part of the story, wasn't it? To I watch so. phases light up across the, the, mm. the entire route. You know, as soon as they saw it was Tanker coming, it was, it was amazing. And like you said, he delivered a very a, a sure-footed, again, a great season. Um, I got to say at the start of the year, I thought we might see more podiums from him, um, but he's been there. He's demonstrated total mm. consistency. Oh, only I one th- round where he's not scored points, points, which is New Zealand. Yeah. Yeah. I think there are, there's still work to do in terms of that outright pace. At the moment, he's a solid number three driver. But yeah. I definitely... It's the consistent outright pace. The pace is yeah. there. We've seen yeah. the pace. But, but it's, it's building, building that consistent it from stage pace. one to the end of the rally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that, yeah. you know, in itself is... You look at drivers like Oiktanak, they have yeah. got that ability yeah. to just be on the limit yeah. at 99.9%. Uh, and that will come for Taka. It's know, a confidence thing with him. And, he, and he, his confidence has been knocked a couple of times over the past 12 months. And, and to be fair to him, he's been very tenacious in the way he's rebuilt that confidence. Yeah. And, um, you know, we, very... we, we look through the, the, the service park and we look at drivers like Fomo, like Craig Breen, 
and one or two others, and they've really struggled to bring themselves yep. back, you know, to, to basically reset, restart, rebuild. Takasan's done that. He and has, he's and he's been well. incredibly sort of pragmatic and very process-driven mm. and very, right, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to go through this, this and this, and we'll start again. And he's yeah. been quite tentative in places, and mm-hmm. at times he's been a long way off the pace. Oh, and he was, he was where was it? He was lost. Um, he, he was awful in, in the rally before New Zealand. What was that? And that was... Uh, where was that Greece? Before? Was it Greece? Greece, it was Greece. Yeah. He, he, was, he was at times, he looked terrified. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But he hasn't, what he's done is he's, he's accepted it. Mm-hmm. He's got to the end. He hasn't put the car yeah. off, whereas in previous years he would have put the yeah. car off almost certainly. Uh, and he's just got there and he's yeah. continued to build that experience. Enormously and impressive. He, I, I do think though within, you know, next year, I think we need to be, he needs to be challenging for wins in places. He's got yeah. some experience now. He's been in mm-hmm. the car a few years. Um, he needs to take the next step. Mm. Certainly, he needs to be on the podium more than twice. We need to see sort of yeah. four or five podiums yeah. maybe, and for me, the push for a win. And it's possible. Um, now, the Toyota team next year, we know they've lost Lappy. It's not been officially announced, other than by David Evans in, on Dirtfish.com, which is correct. Uh, they need another driver to, to partner Sebastian Ogier. Uh, it, it looks as if Takasan's a nailed-on option for that. Uh, You'd be, they'd be mad to look out there, and I, yeah. I, you know, Yaring Matty's telling us, oh yeah, we're looking, we've got lots of options. No. Pff, I'm not sure. Yeah, I think it's Tacker's Tack- He'll do the full is, season, but when Ogier's not there, he will yeah, be the point scoring guy. driver. It would make absolute sense. And, you know, so let's move on, David. Move on from Toyota to our, to our rally winning team, to Hyundai. Um, I'm going to start with Monsi, to be honest with you. Uh, Monsi has won five rallies this year from a position that looks impossible in Monte Carlo. It looked impossible. It, you know, we, we, we thought if they can get this car right by the end of the year, they'll be doing well. Never mind win five rallies. And they said the that themselves. The they said they, they from the middle of the year, we're looking into next mm. year now. Mm. We're not focused on the rest of this year. Hyundai have never won five rallies in a season. Monsi's done it. They've never had a one, two, three. Monsi's done it. Uh, what we're hearing is Monsi ain't getting that job. Yeah. He's off. And, you know, he made it very clear to us you know, at the start of the rally, he is not prepared to continue as a deputy team principal. No. Now, whether or not you'll be prepared to continue going back to the drivetrain manager, I don't know. But he hasn't had the credit for what he's done. You know, thrown in at the very, very deep end, not just the deep end, the deepest of deep ends. And he has fronted the media. Just every about time. every... Yeah. And he's done it with absolute dignity. Grace and yeah. dignity and humility yeah. and decency. And yeah. decency. You know, and he's been baited, you know, not least by myself and yourself, David. Yeah. Um, he's been baited, he's been castigated, and he has been nothing but honest and polite with us. Mm. I'll tell you my opinion is that the team didn't support him enough. The PR department and the team didn't support him enough. No, they didn't protect him. Um, they, they didn't, didn't protect him. They, they didn't, didn't protect put an arm him. him at all. No, they, you and, know, they, and, and they also never get. I don't think I read anything from Hyundai praising the efforts of Monsi this year. I don't think I read anything, you know, after the one, two, three in Greece. I may be wrong, and please, if I am wrong, you know, someone put me right. And I've, I'm yet to read anything after this incredible fifth win of the season saying, you know, this man has led a dysfunctional team to their best ever, in terms of results, their best ever season. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but it, I, Totally, I agree with all of that. Um, there are still questions within the team about his style of management. Oh, how, I'm I, not I, saying it's right, David. I'm not saying it's right, but I'm saying he needs to get credit for what he's done. Yep, 
I agree. You know, I, I, I'm not yeah. saying it's right at all. Um, Thierry Neville, do you know what? I'm, I'm not going to say he's Evans' favourite for the title next year because that has to be Robin Perra. But I'm going to say he's very close. I'm going to say Neville is building a momentum just now it, that to me looks interesting. What, it looks really interesting. I, I would say that I can't remember a more important winter season mm. for, for Hyundai. They need to continue to build on, on, on everything that they've done in the second half of this year. And it's going to be fascinating to see Thierry. We tried him to get to him to answer this question. Mm. Just to, He will be the undisputed number one mm. in that team next mm. year. Now, did he sit, was, was Tanek somebody that distracted him? Or did Tanek drive him on? Did Tanek help in the fight? We don't know. Over the last three years, you would have to say that when, you know, for me, Thierry was, was not far off the top of his game when Tanek came. Yeah. And he hasn't taken that, nope. that step on. So nope. maybe this is his opportunity. He's got his team back as much as he denied that he'd taken it on his own direction, whatever. Of course, by dint of the fact that he's been there since 2014... When it all started, he, yeah. yeah, absolutely, it is. Yeah. It is Thierry's team. Yeah. Now he needs to use that. Yeah. He needs to use that power and that authority and that element of control he's got yeah. over the team yeah. to bring everything together. And I think I think he is doing that. And I think the last three or four eyes have shown that. I think you know they can do without this winter break. You know, the momentum is yeah. with them. Uh, they're they're going the right way. Uh, you know, not a lot will change between now and Monte Carlo, I'm sure, but, but, you know, they have momentum. They do still need to sort out the issue with the management, the infighting within the team. Part of that is now resolved because Tanak has gone. Uh, we, we do still need to find out what the driver lineup is. Lappy, it sounds as if, is there. We, we know that Sordo is there. Sordo has denied the rumour that came out of Spain about the eight rallies. He said he, he, he doesn't know how many rallies he's doing mm. yet. You, you, I reckon he'll do between six and eight rallies next year. We still have to find out who the fourth driver is going mm. to be there, David. So there's a lot to sort, but there's also, I think, a lot for Hyundai to be really quite hopeful about. There is. My only fear with Hyundai is that they've, they've made these great strides forward, but they, they continually seem to be shooting themselves in the foot, don't they? You know, they, you look at at, at everything that they've done and still as we say again they've done it despite themselves mm. um, and I just hope that you know Thierry, uh, that Lappy going there can bring an element of stability he's a very yeah. cool very calm and collected yeah. Finn um, hopefully he yeah. can mm. help yeah. the, re the rebuilding sort of process within the team and the team management mm. it, it's going to be an interesting really interesting few weeks to see how that team evolves I agree. but you have to you genuinely have to say Christian Lorio, the people behind them, the engineers, all of the mechanics, they've done a tremendous job mm. in, in turning that car around. Um, and, but even this morning, as I said to you, Cole, this, there's, there's still speculation about senior, senior team, team management critical, leaving. Critical, critical management. Um, people, you, know, and you, yeah. you, can't, you can't shed, David, you know, if, if the rumour this morning is to be believed, you, know, you can't shed that amount of experience no. and knowledge and ability no. You know, in one go, you know, people are, are leaving and, you know, whoever comes in and takes over that team has a big job to do. But, but I'd rather be taking tool. over now than taking over yeah, 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 in, in, in post-Monte. Yeah. You know, I think they, is, they've, they've got know, a great, great base you there. Talk about it, you talk to the Toyota drivers about the, the state that the Hyundai team is in. And, and they listen to all of that and then they come back and say, yeah, but the car's great. car's great. And Look the car it. is great. It. It. And it absolutely yeah. is great. Yeah. I think yeah. there is definitely an element that 
Toyota perhaps took its foot off the gas in terms mm. of development. And Tom Fowler said as much that when they saw where the Hyundai was in Monte Carlo, they thought, crikey, you know, that's yeah. going to take a long time to yeah. sort that out. And yeah. they've, they've brought that development along so mm. much quicker than anybody could have imagined. Um, so, yeah, yeah they, they need to build on it. And yeah, and I'm sure they will. And, and, and you know, the championship needs them to continue because I, I think we could be in for a cracking year next year if we get a fully functioning Hyundai team against a, a yeah. fully functioning Toyota team. It's going to be great. But what we also need, David, is a fully functioning M Sport team. And, and once again, my goodness me, Craig Green, Craig Green. What, what can we say about Craig? I, I you know, bring back the old Craig. I, it's all been said. It's all been said. It's it's it's. There's nothing. It's a miserable situation. It's, it's a it's, miserable, it's miserable. It's an absolute situation. spiral, isn't it? Uh, uh, everything that he's tried has failed. Yeah. It concerns me that that he talked at the end of stages about trying and not you know not being able to do anything. Every time he tries, he crashes. Every time he pushes, he crashes. It, it's a worry. He needs to. We've said this a hundred times. Go away. Forget rallying. Yeah. Switch off. Just do something else. Uh, he, he remains one of the most talented drivers in the whole wide world. He can come back from this. I think we're in a, there is undoubtedly, there's a whole psychological thing building up right now. He needs to, yeah. to, to get over it. He needs yeah. to, to put this year behind him. Uh, I don't know, you know, everybody's got an opinion on Craig, but only Craig can sort this out. You only know, it's Craig. Not, it's not, only you know, Craig. It's not, you know, he's a, he's a driver that brings, has a big entourage. You know, he has the family around him. There's a lot of people that are quite critical of, yeah. of that. Who knows? Does he feed? Does, it, does that bring him energy? Does it bring it comfort? Yeah. Does it protect sure. him from the realities? The, well, you know, the does it insulate side, him from it? the rea that, realities? A, a, and, exactly that. And, 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 you know, it's not unheard of uh, for drivers. Kelly Rovenpera has yeah. Harry Rovenpera, you know, on every round. Yeah. And Harry's just in the background there. That If he needs a chat or yeah. just a yeah. bit of a, a gas over breakfast yeah. or whatever, they're there. You can't say it's wrong. Uh, yeah. But at the minute, it's something we talked mm. a lot about the co-driver mm. when when a driver's struggling you always look immediately to the co-driver so he's that's a clean slate paul had made his decision anyway to go um but now it's 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 he's turned the page on that front mm. so you kind of eliminate the or you change the variables don't you and these mm. are variables so perhaps you know coming to an event on his own and just Oh, I, I don't know, you'd say, you know, being very, very single-minded. Yeah. To say that it, it infers that he's not single-minded. Of course he is. Mm. Um, but as I say, there are these sort of variables that you can change. Yeah. And you need to look at absolutely everything. Heaven. And you've got to look at these things yeah. in a very, very honest way. And dispassionate way. A, a you totally know, dispassionate way. You've got to look yourself in the yeah. mirror and say, right, X, Y, and Z, yeah. I've done this for the last yeah. two or three years. Yeah. Now I'm going to go for A, B, and C. Yeah. Uh, and you've got to commit to it and forget everything that's happened in the yeah. past. And uh, yeah, it's it's a tricky one. Um, I, I, I don't remember. A can he come back from this? What do you think? I, well, I don't remember a driver certainly in the time that I've been covering the championship having such a shockingly bad run of form. I, I don't. So, and such, I, I, we've seen drivers who have done this and have had so many accidents. Yerry Matty Lavola. But he would bounce a, back a good, with a win. He, would have, he had three in a row, three accidents in a row, and he would bounce back with a win. This, and this know. is the concern, is that, is that Craig isn't getting those absolute yeah. sort of spikes yeah. of performance. Yeah. Um, you know, he feels really big, inhibited right now in, in, in everything he's doing. The big difference with, with, with Latvala, if we use Latvala as an example, 
uh, it's a little unfair because Latvala was a multiple winner in the championship, but he was also a multiple crasher. Uh, he, he had a period where he had three crashes in a row, but he never started to doubt his own ability, ever. No. And I feel that, sadly, you know, this run of, of, of crashes for Craig uh, has has him doubting his ability? Has him doubting maybe I, even? I, I, no, I think it does. I genuinely, and this is where. I, no, I think it has him doubting everything. Everything, you know, his place at the, the top table, his ability, yep. his future, uh, and, and he all of to, that has to go. All of that has to go because he has the ability. Yeah, you know, and he, and he was the here. most consistent driver in the championship. Four podiums out of five events with Hyundai. Um, that's what earned him his place in M Sport. So I don't know. I don't know. Does he need a complete change next year? Might there be a complete change? We'll find out. I'm sure. We've talked. You know, we've weeks. talked about this in 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 so many so many podcasts and mm. so many different levels and platforms. A is he holding on too tight? Is he just desperate? So you know, working so hard, or and and I, I don't know. And and B, you know, the the aspect that he he took that. I can't remember where it was. After one event, he went and did that yeah. event in in one of the family Ford Focus. You yeah. know, it's great to do that, but in some ways, that's not disconnecting, is it? No. You need to step away and step away. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and what he needs to do, David, is, is is somehow somehow go back and rediscover the joy of driving, because he ain't enjoying it. And he was the most. He was just a delight to watch. He was a delight to watch with his driving. He was a delight to listen to. You know, I often asked myself when I was at stop lines, you know, is this, does this young driver actually realise, and it, it, it's across the board, not, not anyone in particular, does he realise how bloody lucky he is? He's living the dream and he's miserable. Not Craig, other drivers. Uh, Craig Breen, you never asked that question of him because you knew that he knew how lucky he was, how talented he was, it's, it's, and he drove, you know, with, with a passion that was obvious. It is a thing, isn't it, that you can, you, yeah, it has. But you can also want it too badly, can't you? And maybe, you know, for Craig, just getting to this point of leading a team in the World Rally yeah. Championship, that's yeah. the dream. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't it's, know. It's desperately sad, and, I, and, and I, I couldn't be sadder because, you know... He's, I, you know, he's, he, uh, historically, he's one of our best yeah, friends in the yeah, championship. He yeah. is, and the whole family, they are, you know, I reported on, on his father, Ray, competing back in the day. Yeah. They are a lovely, lovely family. And, and regardless of where Craig sits today, you know, in 10 years, we'll still be mates and we'll yeah. still be going to Kalani. We'll still yeah. be watching and go up Moles Gap. Um, and they are a great family. And, and it's difficult. It's really difficult um, to, to sort of professionally stand here and dispassionately mm. say and, and be critical of Craig. But you have to be. It's been a shocking, shocking we, year. We, we'll be doing a disservice to, to, to the rally fans if we weren't honest about it. And yeah. we do have to be honest. So, yeah. so anyway, let, let's just talk. You know, M Sport do need... Um, a bit of a boost next year. That may well come from Sebastian Loeb doing more events. It may well come from uh, oh, Tanak going there. We, yeah. we don't know. Tanak, Tanak is yeah. still seatless. Tanak is still contra- contractless. Um, there are rally fans around the world mm. that would love to see a Tanak-Loeb combination at M-Sport. My goodness me, that would be formidable, wouldn't it? Um, we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see what happens. Uh, there'll be news, I'm sure, in the coming weeks. Uh, David, um, one last word on, on Japan from you. It's, it's, you know, we're, we're getting close to, to leaving, sadly. Uh, we'll be back again in 12 months. But yeah, last thought. A fantastic, yeah. fantastic atmosphere, fantastic emotions from the event. As we've said, work to do. Um, but I, I still, for me, prefer 
of a hero. Over if we could take, I'm sorry to keep going back to this. <laughs> Which is way back, up in the north on the we, gravel if stages. We could, if we could go back to, to the yeah. gravel round and just to, to the town, you know, that is one, it's brilliant being in Toyota City amongst the Toyota mm. factories and all of that. It's great and it gives uh, real strength to the event. Um, but I loved, you know, just the fact that the rally seemed to sort of really take over over here. It, did. it, it didn't, it didn't take over Toyota City. He didn't drive into the city and know, wow, yeah. WRC is here yeah. uh, in, a, in a way that perhaps we, we could have expected to. But it's a big learn. You know, they've, that said, they've had two years of, yeah. of thinking they were in the championship, so they could have been better. I don't know. Let's move on, Cole. But it, yeah. lasting memory, just beautiful people, yeah. fantastic place, and take me to the Tempura. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'd, I'd agree with everything that David said, but I'm an athlete, so deep fried stuff doesn't really sit with me too well. Um, but everything else I'd agree with David Evans. It has been magnificent, folks. We've enjoyed very much our return to Japan. We've enjoyed the fans. We've enjoyed the scenery. We've enjoyed the competition. Uh, the last round of this year's World Rally Championship certainly um, delivered. Certainly enjoyed partnering with Gino WRC we Invest. We did very much enjoy that. That was a wonderfully entertaining and time for apologies. us. Apologies. One thing that we did intend to do, what, we what? intended to, one of the beautiful cars that uh, Gino WRC Invest has for sale right now is the the car that Toshi Arai drove mm. to sixth place on the, two, I think it was 2006, mm -hmm. Rally Japan. Uh, it's, it's an ex-Solberg car. It's one of the cars that you would absolutely kill for. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, it's for sale, so have a look on, on the website. We intended to go and talk to Toshi about, about yeah, that Toshi car. Toshi left a little early. <laughs> <laughs> he left a little early Checked with his first, than we thought, first so stage crash, which was really unfortunate. Apologies for that. Uh, yeah. But no, go and have a look. And, and thank you very much to Alessandro Gino and to Andrea Adamo. Andrea, of course, joined you yeah. in, a, in a special video to, yeah. to look over. You know, he was the guy that delivered those two world championships yeah. for Hyundai. He's brilliantly placed to commentate on exactly where he thinks Hyundai is. Uh, so have a look at that. And video. he does. Let me tell you, he does. We talk about yeah. that and many other things related to this season's WRC. So that will be uh, an extra podcast, a bonus podcast for you at some point, a video and a podcast. Yes. Yeah. Uh, David Evans is just looking at me slightly quizzically, but I think that's what we agreed on anyway. Yeah. Folks, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, it is the end of the 2022 season. It is far from the end of the year, though, for Spin the Rally Pod. You will be getting your weekly dose of myself, David Evans, Lisa O'Sullivan, George Donaldson, uh, Lukey Luke, uh, who Barry, else? The, the, you'd forgotten his surname. Who, sorry? <laughs> you'd forgotten Luke's surname. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'd forgotten. No, I keep wanting to call him Barry. And, 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 and the great Nates from the States will be joining us as well, I'm sure. Plenty more to discuss before the end of the year. Driver, uh, driver appointments being very high up on that list. Folks, once again, thank you for joining us for Spin the Rally Pod from Rally Japan. What's the word for thank you in Japanese, David? Arigato! Arigato! Gozaimasu!